guys, what's up? Happy to be back here recording. Today's episode is going to be going back to a little bit of more normal for me. There will be no one joining me, it's just going to be me in my head today. So, yeah, there's not much not much to update from, but without further ado, here is perfectionism. Alright guys, perfectionism is not the same as striving to do your best, just so you know, because that's okay. Perfection is not about healthy achievement and growth. Perfectionism is used by many people as a shield to protect against the pain of blame, judgment, and shame. So perfectionism is something very near and dear to my heart because through my self-discovery the last couple of years and working on myself, I have come to realize that a lot, a lot of my anxiety, a lot of issues that I have stem from my issues with perfectionism and me being such a perfectionist. It's literally a problem sometimes. Um, I think perfectionism is something that a lot of people struggle with, especially in today's society. I think that a lot of the ways we, as a society, have like started to train our children from a young age kind of like fosters this and like creates a like amazing breeding ground for perfectionism in us. Um, So yeah, I think this episode will be pretty interesting and I'm super excited to dive into it. So a lot of people, um, probably most people, are can be perfectionist or have perfectionist tendencies from time to time or in certain areas of their life, but I am going to mainly focus on, um, currently right now I'm going to focus on nearly full-time perfectionists. So I'm going to dive into some of the signs of perfectionism. So some signs of people that are nearly full-time perfectionists is a feeling of the need to achieve perfection constantly and not being able to perform a task unless they know that they can do it perfectly. So I know I tend to have this a lot and I think that's even one of the issues with me and recording this podcast and one of the things that I really wanted to kind of force myself out of my shell a little bit for and why it's been so hard for me to like record consistently because I just don't want to because I don't feel like it's going to be perfect because there's so many things that like I just don't even want to try if I can't do them perfectly and it's definitely something that I am constantly having to work on. People who are full-time perfectionists tend to view the end product as the most important part. They mainly focus less on the process of learning and completing a task to the best of their abilities. So pretty much it's not about the journey, it's not about what you learn along the way, it's all about the end product and the end goal for these people and just everything in between isn't really relevant. These people also tend to not see a task as actually being finished until the result is perfect according to their standards. Another big thing that's actually something I learned recently that it makes sense now that I know it but 
procrastination is a big, big, big thing with perfectionists because people who have perfectionism, um, they may not want to begin a task at all until they know that they can do it perfectly. So this is one thing that I kind of always thought that I wasn't a perfectionist because I have this tendency to procrastinate on things and do everything at the very last minute. In college, I used to like, I would always read my material, but I would never like start a paper until like literally basically the night before it was due. And I would sit down and write the entire paper in one sitting and like, that was it that's it. It's perfect the way it is. Like I never brainstormed. I never, like, I feel like I did these things in my head, but like, I never actually sat down and worked on something until I was like ready to bust out the entire thing. So like going along with that. So these type, these type of people can tend to take an excessive amount of time to finish tasks that normally don't take others very long to complete. And so it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's it's a weird feeling. Like, it's kind of hard to describe because I can, like, see it because I know I do these things now that I, you know, did this research and I have picked this out in my own brain. But it's, yeah, it's very interesting because it's, these are some things that you technically wouldn't really just, like, off the top of your brain associate with perfectionism, I think. So people who are perfectionists typically don't believe a task is worth doing unless they can do it perfectly. So instead of being proud of their progress, their learning, their hard work, they might constantly compare their work to others' work and fixate on achieving flawless outputs. So even when they get their desired result, they may still be unsatisfied because it's not as good as someone else's or it's not like it. there's never... It's that that hard thing. Perfection is such a hard thing to achieve. I don't think anybody can really fully achieve perfection, especially if you're trying to. So it's like this unattainable goal that you just can never satisfy in your brain. So one of the really funny things for me that is just so irrational looking back, and I know it's irrational, but I probably would still do it to this day. In college, I I have always had a really weird thing about like being on time and like I think it stems from this and it's like that need I don't know, it just like stresses me out to be late. It stresses me out to like I think it just mixes with my need for per- to be perfect. And so in college, Several times I remember, um, like, walking to class and, like, you know, it was, like, hard to find a parking spot or whatever. So I was, like, I would maybe get there, like, a minute late. And if I if I was a minute late, if I was 30 seconds late to class, I would not go in. I would leave and I would, like, go to the library or go somewhere else. It was, like, I literally could not go to class if I was not there on time. And I don't know why, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it really stressed me out. It really was just, I don't know, it's so dumb, but I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has done this. If you guys can relate, please let me know. But yeah, I definitely remember like 
going to my ethics class and I got there like a minute late and instead of like walking in I just like walked past the class and like left the building problems I have problems guys so there are a few different types of perfectionism guys um, they differ in motives and outcomes so I'm going to go through those really quickly now Okay, so the first type of perfectionism we are going to visit is going to be personal standards perfectionism. And these people um, might adhere to a set of standards that motivates them. Others may see these standards to be high. Um, these people that have this, it's this type of perfectionism is usually seen to be healthy. Um, it usually doesn't lead to excessive stress or burnout. These people are less likely to use harmful habits to cope with stress throughout um, stress brought on by perfectionism. And these people, so you only are really seen to have this type if your goals make you feel energized and not overwhelmed and paralyzed. That's definitely key. And that's why it's seen to be healthy and like motivating rather than unhealthy like my perfectionism so the next type of perfectionism and the type I personally self-identify with is the self-critical perfectionism so this type um, they're more prone to becoming intimidated by the goals that they set for themselves rather than feeling motivated by them people who have this type of perfectionism they may more often feel hopeless um, or that their goals will never become reality. Researchers say that this type is more likely to lead to negative emotions such as distress, avoidance, anxiety, and self-condemnation. So this is definitely a unhealthy form of perfectionism that manifests itself in very bad ways for people. And it's where your goals are basically tearing you apart instead of actually motivating you to do better. So the next form of perfectionism is socially prescribed perfectionism. It's outlined in a 2014 York University study. And typically this is when there's a demand of excellence placed on people with their job that requires extreme um, precision, such as lawyers, medical professions, and like architects and stuff like that. So individuals with this form of perfectionism, they actually um, are more likely to experience hopeless thoughts, stress, and are at much higher risk for self-harm and suicide, believe it or not. So this can also apply to people who are held to higher cultural standards and social standards um, and who strive to meet these unrealistic goals. So an example of this can be like students held to a really high academic standard by their parents. So I know for me personally, um, my some of my parents um, put a very, very high um, expectation on your ability to perform and like so pretty much if you weren't making straight A's you were not trying hard enough it wasn't necessarily that you weren't good at something or that you know it just that's 
everyone's not great at everything. So, you know, you're not going to be perfect at everything. But for my parents at that time, it was seen as if you weren't making an A, you weren't trying. And so therefore we were not doing good enough and we needed to try harder. And where a certain level of that I feel like is okay, but as a child sometimes it's not the best situation to be in and it can kind of foster a little bit of this being held to a really high unrealistic goal as a child sometimes. So where some of my other parents felt that, you know, as long as we were trying our best and really trying our hardest, whatever grade we produced from that was good enough. And I think that's kind of a much more healthy approach to academics and like trying to inspire your children to do well. So other individuals that would fall into this category of perfectionism would be teens and adults who feel pressured to obtain the type of body seen ideal by society. So these people may develop traits from this type of perfectionism as a result from trying to um, obtain that goal. So those are the three types of perfectionism. And next we're gonna go into the different domains, which are like areas in your life that are affected by perfectionism. And this can be one or it can be multiple areas of your life. So the first domain is going to be in the workplace or at school. So this will manifest itself by you may take longer than others to complete tasks. You may avoid starting tasks that you don't feel confident in um, due to the desire to complete the task perfectly. So those are just some examples. So the next domain is going to be intimate relationships or friendships. And so um, this causes people to place unrealistic expectations and standards on their loved ones, bringing extra stress and extra stress, extra stress. Oh my gosh, I can't talk and pressure into relationships. And the next domain is going to be physical activities. So sports and athletics often encourage or exacerbate exacerbate is am i saying that correctly it seems like a hard word exacerbate perfectionism so um individual sports such as gymnastics or track um this may be especially prevalent since the athlete is the athlete is often competing against oneself so i can attest to this um this is definitely a domain for me that i I definitely exacerbated, I'm going to say this word until I get it right, um, exacerbated my perfectionism because I pretty much only did individual sports growing up. And I have this, I still have it, this super weird complex where I am constantly competing against myself when I am working out or doing sports of like any kind and I am so hard on myself. It's like if I am not at peak excellence of like all time when I'm lifting or climbing or any of that kind of stuff or like running or whatever, whatever it might be, like I beat myself up about it or I feel bad about it and it's 
definitely something I am working on, but it's not easy. Um, yeah, just being in competition with yourself all the time is exhausting, to say the least. So, that being said, the next domain is your environment or surroundings. So this may include the need for one's house or yard to be immaculate at all times. It can cause an individual to spend large amounts of time and energy to keep their immediate surroundings tidy and in line with their aesthetic standards. Hygiene and health are going to be the next um, perfection domain. And ironically, these types may cause health issues. For example, someone might stop brushing their teeth because they failed to do it once. So this may lead to eating disorders like uh, thorexia nervosa, in which individuals feel compelled to stick to a rigid health diet. Following that will be how one speaks or writes will be the next domain. And the quality of their speech or writing may decrease, actually. And it may cause them to speak very little or avoid writing um, for fear of making a mistake. It's very interesting, I think, these two because where you would think it would make you better. Because, I mean, there are in a lot of ways perfectionism, like we saw the first area of it, um, it can motivate you it can make you better but it's important to know that it can also cripple you it can also pull you down it can definitely damage you and these two domains here are definitely um, an example of that so the next and final domain we're going to talk about is going to be physical appearance and this can cause someone to worry excessively about their personal grooming and style it may take them hours to choose what to wear or how to style their hair. Um, it can also lead to eating disorders or exercise exercise addiction. I don't know why I can't talk tonight, guys. Um, I promise I'm fine. <laughs> Usually I can talk and read, maybe, I guess. I don't know, you'll have to tell me. Um, but yeah, that's really interesting. I, I definitely think for me, I would say the domains that hit me the most would definitely be physical appearance, uh, workplace and school, intimate relationships or friendships, physical activities, maybe a little bit of my environment and surrounding, but not too much. Um, I definitely have this issue where like I can't do anything unless everything around me is clean. So I feel like that's probably consistent with that. I have to like make sure everything is clean. I literally I literally spent all of today cleaning my apartment so that I could sit here tonight and record this finally because um, I've been taking a lot of depression naps and ignoring my surroundings lately. So, but we're getting back on track. Gotta go into 2021 strong, right guys? Okay, so perfect. Now that we know what perfectionism is, the types, the domains we see it in, we are now going to talk about what causes perfectionism. There are many factors, and a few are um, frequent fear of disapproval from others or feeling of insecurity and in inadequacy. 
I just like I feel like I need to go to bed um <laughs> I'm so irritated that I can't speak tonight inadequacy <laughs> mental issues like um anxiety or OCD while correlation between OCD and perfectionism has been found to exist not all people with perfectionism have OCD and then not all people with OCD have perfectionism so that's just clarify that and make sure everyone knows that because I feel like feel like that's something that's um a big misconception um so another factor can be having parents who exhibit perfectionist behaviors and express disapproval when their children's efforts don't result in perfection so some parents may encourage their child to succeed in every area and push perfection on them in an extent that can actually be considered abusive. So, so the next factor is going to be an insecure early attachment. So people who had a troubled attachment with their parents when they were younger may experience difficulty self-soothing as an adult. So they may have trouble accepting a good outcome as good if it's not perfect. Um, people with a history of high achievement sometimes feel overwhelmed and um, so another is going to be people with a um, history of high achievement so like people who have a history of like being nearly close to perfect at most things um, they sometimes feel an overwhelming pressure to live up to the previous achievements so that's kind of where I was like back talking about like fitness for me and like sports is like I anything I've been like really good at in the past like if I've fallen out of it I have a hard time getting back into it because I feel like I need to be performing at the same level I used to be even though I haven't done it in years you know and then just going straight onto the other side of what I was talking about before the last factor is going to be um, children who constantly are praised for their accomplishments may feel pressure to keep achieving at this um, at that same level as they grow up. So I don't know. It's just, you know, like I said, I love my parents. They didn't do everything perfect, but like there is no amazing like straight path to like how to raise children you know everybody just does their best like it's a balancing act for sure like yeah but um so these tendencies uh, and habits can be changed um it's possible to learn healthy attitudes about your goals and standards with help from a trusted therapist so guys you know if you're a perfectionist like me, if you have perfectionist issues like I do, like most people do, it's okay, you know? I feel like the first step in everything is realizing that you have a problem, realizing that you need help, realizing that you can get help and that you can do better and grow and become a better version of yourself. Every single day we can become a better version of ourselves. So, you know, are you a perfectionist? I'm a perfectionist. It's okay. It's fine. You know, yes, it makes me anxious. Yes, it makes me have 
horrible coping mechanisms, but we're working on it and that's what matters. So, you know, thank you for coming in and listening to my spiel about perfectionism today. I hope you guys learned something. I hope this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. If there's any topics you want me to cover in the future, please let me know. Um, I am going, I know I say this every single time, but I am going to start trying to record um, more consistently. I need to push past it and just do it. But thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you later.